Welcome once again to another episode of Positive Leadership. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Martin. And the title of this particular episode is just simply one word, encouragement. Encouragement. It's the small things you do and say to encourage other people that will shape your legacy as a leader. In the past several podcasts, I've talked about several personal attributes that separate truly authentic, inspirational, and noble leaders, ones that set them apart from all others. In this episode, I want to talk about another one of those attributes that really set apart inspirational and great leaders, and that's encouragement. Unfortunately, there's a significant part of our business community that would actually criticize people for going out of their way to encourage others. They would say that it's a soft expression from a weak leader, but it's not. As Dan Ryland would say, encouragement is a core element of sustained influence. Noted author and leadership coach John Maxwell says that encouragement is 51% of leadership. Encouragement should be at the center of what a leader is all about. Sadly, however, it is not. Why? Because I would argue to be a real encourager, a person has to have a real deep and abiding respect and belief in people who they work with and have a real desire to help them, to see the best in them. It has to be part of their internal makeup, which is why it's so hard for many leaders to do. Unfortunately, most leaders get so caught up in their drive to just get things done that they lose sight of the fact that things get done through people. But going out of your way to encourage others is the hallmark of great leadership. An example of a great encourager comes to mind when I think of the former Air Force General, General Ron Fogelman. General Ronald Fogelman rose to become the Air Force Chief of Staff from 1994 to 1997. From his beginnings as a fighter pilot during the Vietnam War until his early retirement in 1997, General Fogelman was first and foremost an advocate for the Air Force Airmen of all ranks. His tireless advocacy for the troops made General Fogelman very popular with the force, but also got him into a lot of hot water with our nation's political leadership. I was still in the Air Force when he was coming up through the ranks in the later years, and the stories surrounding General Fogelman's willingness to stop and encourage people became the stuff that legends are made of. While I was at Osan Air Base, I ran into one of his aides who worked for him while he was the commander of the U.S. Transportation Command, or U.S. Transcom. His former aide couldn't stop gushing about what a great leader General Fogelman was and related this story to me as an example of his encouraging leadership. General Fogelman was on his way to his office at the headquarters building of Scott Air Force Base, along with his aides, to receive an important briefing about the status of the overall U.S. Transcom fleet. This particular briefing happened to occur during the Thanksgiving holiday weekend. Within the headquarters building was a secure command post where General Fogelman was to receive this briefing. The entrance to the secure command post room was guarded by two young security police airmen who, unfortunately because of the luck of the draw, happened to pull guard duty for the holiday weekend. As the aide retold it, General Fogelman stopped at the security police guard station, exchanged formalities, 
and then began to have a long, drawn-out chat with the two SPs that were on the station. General Fogelman sincerely thanked them for their weekend service and empathized with their separation from loved ones on such an important holiday. One of the SPs just happened to live in the same area where General Fogelman grew up, and this started a lively exchange between the general and the young airmen about things they loved to do growing up and the general asking the young airmen if such and such a business was still in the area. You could tell the general was really trying to encourage these young gentlemen. He was really in his element. This went on for about 10 minutes when the aide interrupted him. General, your briefing is to start, and if we don't hurry, we'll be late. To which the sharp reply came from General Fogelman. Well, Major, whose meeting is this? The aide sheepishly replied, uh, Well, sir, uh, that would be yours. Well, then. Don't you think that I can be late to my own meeting, Major? Let them wait. I'm engaged in some really important business here. By important business, the general meant that he was busy encouraging his airmen, thanking them for their holiday service, and by engaging in some serious small talk, showing his airmen that he cared about their well-being. This is but one of many inspiring stories that I heard over the years about General Fogelman's willingness to encourage others. Now, former President George Herbert Walker Bush, better known as George Bush Sr. or Bush 41, so as to distinguish himself from his son, George Bush Sr. was known for being quite an introvert, which was kind of surprising for someone who was the director of the CIA, the governor of Texas, and eventually the president of the United States. Often his introverted characteristics were mistaken for being aloof and out of touch with the American people. And unfortunately, this was even a factor in his re-election loss to Bill Clinton, someone who literally oozed charisma. Yet within his inner circle, Bush's reputation for being an encourager was also legendary. His thank you notes were highly treasured. Bush himself said in an interview that he tried to write at least nine thank you notes to his people on his staff or other people that provided him assistance one kind or another every single day. Even his Secret Service agents, White House kitchen staff, it didn't matter. While he was in office, President Bush also started the Points of Light Initiative, which later became part of the Corporation for National Community Service. Its mission was to encourage community service as a way of national life. A thousand points of light, to quote President Bush. How do I know about this organization? Because in 2018, to my great surprise and amazement, I received a bronze service award from this points of light organization for my community service to the U.S. Army Chapel at Yongsun U.S. Army Garrison in Seoul, Korea. I had no idea that I had been put in for the award, but I was pretty encouraged by receiving this award. And it turns out my mother had also received a Gold Star Award from the same organization for her work with retired veterans before her death a couple of years ago. And she was also quite encouraged by this award. These two leaders, General Fogelman and President Bush Sr., became quite legendary because of their willingness, no, I would say their eagerness to go out of their way to encourage others because of their willingness and eagerness to take time out of their overloaded schedules to offer simple acts of encouragement to everyone they met, their active encouragements became stuff that legends are made of. But you don't have to be a General Fogelman or a President Bush to engage in acts of encouraging leadership. 
Very recently, I became aware of an initiative by our local Osun Air Base Korea First Sergeants to give out cookies and thank you cards to everyone who came in and out of the main Osun Air Base walk-in gate. These thank you cards were handwritten notes from children and adults all over the United States thanking military personnel and veterans for their overseas service during the holidays. The card I received was a full-page paper with a heart in the middle and the words, thank you for your service, in the center of the heart and around the edges. It really made my day. Simple acts of encouragement mean a lot to those around you, those who work for you and those service employees who provide your meals at restaurants, guard your streets, keep your offices clean, and clean your clothes. They all could use encouragement. I would argue we don't offer it quite enough. But wait a minute, Dave, you protest. I'm kind of a shy person, sort of introvert, and it's not my nature to go out of my way to encourage people. Well, I have three words for you. Practice, practice, and practice. Start by just acknowledging everyone that passes you by in in all with a simple greeting. A simple hi, how are you, will do. Take the opportunity to greet people in your office or work site first thing in the morning with just a simple good morning. Ask your co-workers about their weekends or plans for upcoming holidays. Get out to where your people work and spend some time chatting about their work and rewarding them for their accomplishments, especially in front of their peers. There are dozens of ways that you can encourage people. It just takes some time getting used to, but eventually with practice, it becomes easier and soon it becomes a normal part of your day. But a word of caution here, your encouragement needs to be heartfelt. It can't be faked. Don't go out and start pretending to be an encourager just because some leadership wonk told you that it was a good thing to do. Again, your encouragement needs to be real So if this is kind of new to you, take your time to ease into it. Two or three acts of real encouragement will go much further than a lot of faked, I gotta do this type of pseudo-encouragement. As I said when I started this podcast, encouragement is an essential part of good leadership. Simple acts of encouragement can go a long way in inspiring those around you. And the higher you go in leadership, the more value people place on these simple acts of encouragement. Who knows? Your simple acts of encouraging others just might be the stuff that your legend is made of. They will certainly be part of your legacy. Well, that's all I have for you today. I'm Dr. Dave Martin, your host for Positive Leadership, and I'll talk to you again real soon.